0: Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Skye Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode features the birth journey of first-time mum, Zion. Being born at home herself, Zion knew without a doubt that a home birth was the only option for her. At a six-week scan, it was discovered she was carrying twins, but sadly, one of them wasn't to be. Despite this loss, she went on to have a healthy and fulfilling pregnancy. She narrates her birth as a life-changing experience that left her feeling reborn again, setting the scene of a rising sun and fireworks in the background while she worked with her body and baby to bring her home. She shares what unexpectedly brought her comfort during labor and what she has learned about her body's fertility. Enjoy this episode. Zion, welcome to Positive Birth Australia. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Could you tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, Uh, so I live in Queensland in the scenic rim region with my partner Isaac and um, my almost 11-month-old baby, girl, baby girl. Beautiful.
0: And were you guys planning to conceive?
1: Yeah, we basically just uh, decided mm-hmm. to stop being careful and, yeah, left it up to the universe. Yeah. Yeah, like probably I, I went through a miscarriage before her. Oh, I'm sorry. Her. So mm-hmm. that's okay. I think they call it like a, like technically like a chemical pregnancy, but mm-hmm. it was just like, like I knew before I even um, – like it was like six weeks when I found out basically. Mm-hmm. but So it probably took like half a year maybe. Yeah,
0: okay. And how was your pregnancy with her?
1: It was really good. I, um, yeah, overall it was really good. I loved being pregnant. Um, uh, it was like a dream come true. I've wanted to be a mom for a long time. So mm-hmm. I was really happy, but, um, it was definitely like still hard in the first like maybe 12 weeks. I was pretty sick, um, like nauseous and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I assumed it was just normal, but it turned out because, um, I was carrying twins. That's- oh. And yeah, so it was a twin pregnancy. Oh. I didn't know that. It was – it didn't last, obviously. Like, past 12 weeks, you couldn't see the other twin, and it always started off as, like, one was really small. So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. lot um, of emotions. Oh, wow. I'm in shock.
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's okay. Um, It wasn't, like – it was very, like, a short period of time. So. Still. But, yeah, I definitely grieved it, and we got excited for it. But, um, yeah, so one was – I think we went, like, six weeks because – I was really sick and I just wanted to make sure everyone was cool and um, we could see there was, like, clearly two, like, circles. Um, one was a lot bigger than the other and the, yeah, the person tried to, like, ignore it but, yeah, it was too. They told us that it probably wouldn't last and, um, yeah.
0: Mm, I'm so sorry. And so only if you're comfortable answering this, but does your body pass the twin, like, a miscarriage or does – your body absorb
1: it no it was just i don't even know like oh actually when i gave birth you could see like the i don't know if this has anything to do with anything but you could see like where the twin was in the amniotic (sighs) sac Wow, that's crazy! But um, I don't know. I didn't bleed or anything, so yeah, okay. it's crazy. Yeah, and Kai's like she she was really small, and um, was she? Yeah, it makes sense because I'm really small myself, so I don't think I could even like I can't imagine carrying two babies. I was yeah. really big with her alone, so it's a wild yeah. ride. I think crazy.
0: <laughs> and during your pregnancy, what type of care did you choose?
1: Um, yeah, so uh, midwife. I decided to do a home birth. Um, I always knew I wanted to have a home birth um I was born at home and yeah it's just oh, wow. the most natural way even I feel like even if I wasn't born at home I would have chosen it but um yeah and I, I think uh maybe 12 weeks or something I found a midwife it was kind of late but um yeah I didn't even really I don't think I would have chosen it just because I didn't think I didn't know if free birth was an option is what I was gonna say so but I don't think I would have chosen it but I did ask for like I want it to be like a free birth, but just have them there in case. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think my next birth will definitely do a free birth.
0: Yeah. And your mum birthed you at home.
1: Yeah, she did. Um, my my mum passed away when I was like ten. Oh, but I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've always known that I wanted that. And I got a doula as well, especially because of that reason. Like I really wanted like a, um, you know, a mother figure, a female there, yeah, someone yeah. who's experienced it herself as well. Of course. Um, and that was really nice.
0: And so was there anything you did during your pregnancy to help prepare yourself for birth?
1: Yeah, I did quite a bit of research okay. in um, the first trimester. I read a couple of pregnancy books because um, I wanted to learn what was going inside my body. Yeah. But I mostly just watched – the business of being built, and I watched that documentary, which was amazing. And that really got my partner um, passionate about it too. And yeah, I mostly watched a lot of birth videos and we watched them together, and that was really inspiring for me. Mm-hmm. I ordered an um, orgasmic birth, but it came like a couple months after I birthed. Oh, so damn. I'll have that for next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you want to take us to that first sign of labor with her?
1: So the day before birth, I went to get acupuncture and a pregnancy massage and I remember on the way that um, just yeah I felt like lots of like feelings in my uterus lots of pressure and I remember having like that specific thought that I you know I think I can give birth tomorrow and yeah up until then I didn't think that and I was kind of in denial that I was even close to giving birth um, like I hadn't set up anything I didn't prepare my house I was just that in the day we actually started Prepare the postpartum foods and stuff so everything was really late and um but yeah on the way to there I remember feeling like lots of feelings and then that night I basically just felt like I had like a period like lots of period like cramps and I was just being really quiet and like very inward and Isaac kept asking me and um like how are you feeling and saying I think this is it but uh, yeah I was doing that I was like no man I think you can go probably for like a couple couple days or something but I still like I I had that thought and I think I was just trying to like deny it because I messaged everyone I messaged yeah I messaged my photographer um and my midwife and the doula and I messaged them all and they were all like um you know hanging there could probably take a while they're all trying to be really nice and but I could feel things were definitely moving along um
0: how far along were you
1: Oh, sorry, yeah, 37 weeks and six days. Oh, wow. I always knew I was going to give about 38 weeks. I said it, like, the whole time. That's was, so cool. I just thought that would be the time. And, yeah, it was crazy the day before, um, eight days. But I still didn't prep anything, like, my house, nothing was prepared. Like, I had, like, a whole list of things I wanted to do. <laughs> I never got to that. But, um, yeah, we ended up going to sleep. I tried to, like, sleep through it. And then we eventually woke up. No, I woke up at 3 a.m. Then I woke up Isaac and because the waves were getting quite hard to sleep through and I just decided to be awake and he set up the birthing pool and um, I just thought it would be smart. At this point, I was still like in denial. I just, I still didn't believe that this was it, even though all the signs were pointing to it. And yeah, he set up the birth pool and I basically got into the water straight away Mm -hmm. It was, like, maybe 5 a.m. when I got into the water. And Isaac, I asked Isaac to go to the shops as soon as they opened, which was, like, at 7 a.m., and just to get some things. So I had some alone time, which was really nice to just, yeah, basically just be alone, go through some things alone and have, like, my alone time to think and stuff. Like, my last moments, I guess, just not technically as a mother, And then I think I called my doula at, like, 8 a.m. and she came around then, um, maybe it 9 or something, and it was nice to just have her there. And, yeah, she was just – I just liked having, um, yeah, someone who'd been through it there, even if she wasn't really doing much except just giving me, like, drinks and trying to feed me even though I didn't want to eat. And she was just doing, like, all the helpful things. And Isaac was there just, like, comforting me and, like, hugging me and stuff Yeah. but even if she was just sitting there it was I I just liked knowing that she's been through this before and she knows what's going on yeah um it was really discomforting and um I think I called my birth photographer and midwife to come around midday yeah um I definitely didn't realize how long I'd be laboring for yeah yeah so 3am to midday and then I gave birth at 755 Okay. So the whole thing was like sixteen hours. Um, and I was pushing for quite a while, too. yeah, if I realized how long I'd be pushing and labor, oh no, well, if I realized how long I'd be laboring for, I wouldn't have called them probably. well, probably wouldn't have called my midwife. i I liked having my because she captured everything, which was really cool. yeah, um, and I didn't even feel like she was there. like I was just in my own zone, so was nice um but yeah I really loved having women around me I it surprised me like I didn't think I would but just people in general but I remember looking inside during like a pretty intense wave and seeing all of them looking at me with like love and compassion and mm-hmm. like they knew what I was going through and it was just so nice I felt so like warm and held mm-hmm. and it was really sweet throughout the whole labor I just I really wanted like love and to be touched and that was really unexpected for me because like I don't know I'm quite loving but I didn't like I, I don't think I'm that touchy uh, anymore so that wasn't yeah like I don't know if my partner tries to cuddle me in bed I might like I don't really usually want <laughs> it but um yeah during <laughs> labor uh, I was so cuddly and I just wanted to be touched the whole time and if he had to like pee or something I wanted my doula to touch me or just hold me. Yeah, okay. Um, even if it was just, like, a hand on my shoulder, just a little, like, I don't know, a safety. Yeah. Like, comfort, yeah. Like, yeah. when I was pushing, I didn't want him to touch me, but I I still wanted him, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Like, don't leave me. So, it was, yeah. And, yeah, they were all just chilling inside while i birthed on the balcony. So, I had, like, the balcony set up with the birthing pool and and like flowers and plants and a few lights but nothing that I really wanted was there but um yeah they were all just inside and we have like a one bed well we had when we've moved to a different house now but we had a one bedroom um apartment so there wasn't too much space for everyone but it worked and I still got like it still felt like I was alone which was really nice because I told my midwife I really wanted it to be hands-off and like yeah, I just wanted to feel like I was alone. Um, we, I like, sent them up to the roof of my apartment too during oh, okay. some of it so they could just, yeah, just to like progress things so I had some alone time. My doula actually thought of it, which was so, like, so good because I completely forgot because I was in my own world and um, we discussed it during pregnancy, but, yeah, I completely forgot. So I remember she was like, you know, do you want me to send them up? And, yeah, that was the best decision because I just had to, like, alone time. Yeah, no. And what happened then? Um, I also got to... So my, par- my apartment was, like, a high-rise apartment. So we got to see the... We get to see the sunrise from it. And so when I was laboring by myself at 5 a.m., I forgot to mention, I was able to see the sunrise. And that was just a dream, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote up, like, a dream birth, and that was in it. Just, like, you know, my dream birth, what I would like one and I got to see the sunrise which was the best yeah um nothing really happened for a while I was just like chilling and laboring in the water and yeah being very quiet and then um and inward and like Isaac didn't really know what to think because I was so quiet um but I eventually, my doula asked me if I wanted to walk around because it just seemed like it was just like everything was really chill, and I was in the water like the whole time. Like since 5 a.m., I've been in the water, and this is probably at like I don't know, maybe 1 p.m. or something. Yeah, I really didn't want to get out of the water. I'm like a Pisces. I really love the water, so I feel like that's really why. Yeah, I felt comfort and like in it, you feel really like in your own space as well because. I don't know, I'm small, and it was, like, this big pool. I had, like, a bigger pool, I think, too. So it was really nice. Um, but, yeah, at first I resisted, really didn't want to, but then I did. She offered – she was, like, so what if I put the birth ball in the shower and then I put, like, a towel on it? <laughs> she really made it, like, <laughs> um, tempting. So <laughs> she was so cute. Um, so I did that and then and
0: they're some of the best photos too oh
1: i know i love those photos yeah photos. those are the i know i i remember her kind of coming in there but it was yeah that, i love those photos yeah, yeah they're amazing <laughs> um and yeah Isaac was just like massaging my neck behind me and i think he was like freezing or something but it oh. was being amazing because <laughs> he had like no water on him you can see in the photos like i'm getting all the water of course and he's just like shirtless drenched in the back like
0: <laughs> in.
1: Uh, Shivering, sorry, in the back. Yeah. Um but yeah, we did that for a bit. Um kind of went back and forth on doing that. Um just um have a few contractions so like have a few waves while standing or like out of the water. Um maybe in the shower, sitting down. And then I'd go back into the birth pool and then I'd repeat it. I'd like look around and do the same thing again. And I probably did that, um, I don't know, a couple times. And that definitely moved things along. Um, But, I don't know, maybe five to ten minutes after being out of the water, I just want to go back in. And then I would. And then, so, we'd do that again. Um, I would also sleep in between contractions. Yeah. So, that was pretty weird. But I would fully, like, fall asleep. I felt like I was, like, tripping. Like, I felt like I was tripping in, in, like, a different world. So. And I would just be in the deepest sleep in between contractions. And I have some photos of me doing that too. And it's really funny. And yeah, I heard mothers um, during birth and early motherhood can actually um, enter REM state almost instantly. And it makes sense. Like, I remember breastfeeding Kaya, like like newborn early, like in the first few weeks. And I would just fully fall asleep, but I would be holding her upright and I would be breastfeeding her. And if she moved, I would, like, wake up. Or if she made a sound, I would wake up. And it was just insane. And I was, like, just, like fully asleep. Yeah.
0: Our bodies are so clever.
1: No, yeah, it's insane. Our bodies are just insane how they do it. Like, mm. the way you can just – I hear, like, the tiniest noise and you can wake up instantly.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: Um, I think at some point I I would be pushing. I was – I started to push, but – I was pushing for a long time, like hours, and I don't know if it was the urge to push or if I was just, like, pushing because it felt kind of good to, like, push something, like push, because you had so much pressure down there. Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm... This is kind of me reflecting back on it as well. So during... In the moment, I thought I had to push, kind of. But looking back on it, I kind of remember where I really had to push. So... I don't know if I was just – like, that would have been really tiring my body out. But I think
0: – It'd be hard to differentiate between the two being your first time too.
1: Yeah, because I had a lot of pressure. And I would never I had never felt this before. Yeah. And, yeah, but definitely looking back, I remember when the urge to push actually came. And that's basically when she came out. But wow. I was pushing for a long time. Yeah, okay. Um, and it did feel good because you have so much pressure yeah. there.
0: Did you have
1: any checks at any point? Uh, I did ask for one. I um, I put in my thing, um, no checks, but I asked to get checked, and I don't know what stage it was. Maybe ooh, I don't know. Maybe like four o'clock or like I don't know. <laughs> but I was like uh, eight centimeters dilated, so that was good because mm. I was really afraid to let. I don't know. I just don't want to be, um, you know, let down. Yeah. But yeah, I thought like I should like like I thought I'd be probably like six to eight, and so that was like nice to hear. Um, I was just pushing a lot, and because that just made the feeling less intense. And um, yeah, I remember I was so scared to poo, <laughs> but I didn't. But I just remember telling my midwife I was like, "Get the scoop," because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm gonna. And it was it was just the pressure, like I didn't do it. So, <laughs> oh yeah. And at this point, my waters still hadn't broken. Okay. So, um, they hadn't broken until pretty like maybe the sun was going down. So that's all I know. And I remember pushing and pushing, and I felt what I thought was the head, but oh no! So I like put my fingers in to give myself a check, and I could actually feel like. Yeah, I thought I felt the head, but it wasn't. It was just squishy. It was like the amniotic sac, And then, yeah, I pushed it more and then it came out. And it was just the amniotic sac was out. And it was really cool. It felt like a water balloon with, like, really soft skin. And it was just, like, yeah, like, murky colored. And Isaac was in the pool with me. So he, he felt it too. um, And that was really cool. And that was, like, really special. And, um, yeah, eventually it popped, I think just when I was pushing. Um, yeah, it was kind of – com- it was uncomfortable to push, I guess, but it was, like, satisfying when it popped. Yeah. Um, uh, towards the end of pushing, close to birth, um, I just had to vomit, and I felt the urge to vomit, and I was wanting to push as well. I was trying to, like, not vomit, but I needed to push, so and I couldn't do both at once. So, um, oh, and actually, I was listening to Bianca's podcast with you. And I found it so interesting how um, every birth she's been to the woman's vomited. Oh
0: yeah, that's, that's right.
1: That's really crazy. Did you? Yeah, she said that, and like I'm one of those. and not that? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is so interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. My vomit was like crazy. It was. It was like purely black. Really. I can't even describe it. It. Um, it tasted gross. I didn't eat anything as well. Yeah. I only like drank tea and coconut water. Um, the only thing I can relate that to was like a life changing trip I had a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and the same thing happened and afterwards I felt like reborn and fresh and I felt the exact same way after birth and yeah, birth was exactly like that and like birth was like so much of a trip for me. Yeah, wow. Like even the way I felt, like I felt like it was like, yeah, I felt happy and everything was like really like fast and like it was crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when I gave birth, like, right when I gave birth, everything was, like, really crazy and, like, loud and I don't know how to explain it, but um, when I threw up, that was, yeah, it was dark and it was really close to birth. And then um, about 20 minutes before I gave birth, um, when everything got, like, really intense and I was, you know, doing those deep moans and um, all of a sudden fireworks went off no way and that was so crazy yeah so you got to watch Um, the
0: sunrise and fireworks for your birth (laughs) I know I know it's so
1: epic we have like we live in that apartment so we don't live there anymore but we had like a perfect view of everything and we could see the city and stuff so that was really crazy and that was really close to birth so it was just yeah it was so amazing it was like a little celebration of her arrival yeah how special Um, yeah at some point her head popped out a little bit um, um yeah she was crowning but it wasn't fully out it was just a tiny bit out and I felt her hair and that was really cute and it but it also really went fast because I remember thinking about this moment during pregnancy you know like when they're crowning you reach down to feel their hair but it went so fast but yeah it wasn't definitely not what I thought it was um
0: do you ever remember hitting a point of transition?
1: Yeah, I asked my – I asked everyone as well after I gave birth, like, the you know, the days afterwards, if, I, if they noticed when I transitioned because I didn't, mm. and no, no one really said anything. They said I was really quiet, and uh, my, my doula said maybe when I was just slightly moving differently, but she said she just really you no, know, like, tell – like, I was really in my head and I was really talking to myself this whole time and just just having a whole, like, dialogue in my head. And um, I remember thinking, I remember when it got really hard, I thought, like, and then, you know, just I thought, um, you know, people who have epidurals have it really easy. Yeah. But <laughs> I just, <laughs> I remember thinking that, but I don't remember thinking anything. I remember, like, yeah. I well, I in my head it was like I had to get through this. There's no, yeah, there's no real like I don't know. I didn't even give myself an option. It's just like we're gonna give birth. Yeah, (laughs) it might suck now, but it's okay. And yeah, I knew it'd be over soon. So, but there was definitely, yeah, there was this mental block that I had to get through. And, um, like I don't even know, like it was just, I don't know, just some mental block. And once I did, though, I could finally like relax into it and really just you know flow with the waves and like go with the contractions and relax into it and um yeah I felt like really strong once I did that and that was only really towards the end so Mm. yeah I'm really excited for my next birth to be able to just try and relax into it more and just I don't know because as much as I thought I was I do not think I definitely wasn't. Like, I didn't, yeah. yeah. I always think about my next breath. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Um, just being, having been through it before is just such a big thing. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely wasn't embracing all the feelings in the beginning. But once I did, everything moved on like really fast. And yeah, so she, at this point, she's crowning. And I remember just having this like empowering moment for myself. And um, I just, I was just you know, having my contractions at the pool and I just, my um, doula asked me if I wanted to stand up and I really resisted it. And then maybe like five minutes later, I just, I stood up and I had like a couple contractions standing up and that was just so hard and I and really intense and that's what got baby down. So that was a big moment for me. And yeah, I'm so happy I did that. And then I got back into the pool And then um, Isaac and I cuddled, and, yeah, she was still crowding at this point, and um, we were just, like, cuddling, and we had a few weight in his arms, and then I think I just squatted, and, yeah, I pushed her out, and she came out all at once, like, all at once. (laughs) And um, she just shut out, and I caught her. That was really crazy. She was, like, kind of slippery. That kind of helped me catch her, but oh well. Talking about it. <laughs>
0: and how did you feel in that moment?
1: Um, I felt like I just did it. That was yeah. that was kind of the thought process. I had like I did it because it was just such a long day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, like um, yeah, I and I knew I could do it, but I just wanted it to be done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think is that I did it, and then. And then I just, like, sat there saying, oh, my goodness, oh, my – you can hear it. Oh, like, I have – there's two versions that my um, photographer sent me of my birth video. And one has, like, the actual um, – the actual, like, audio. And you can hear me just saying, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Because I was just, like, I don't know. I had a baby that all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. And – it was such relief pushing her out like the best feeling ever like <laughs> the weirdest feeling ever having a leg come out of you but yeah <laughs> the best feeling like <laughs> so much relief and i think yeah it was um, amazing but i think we stayed in the pool like for a while i to, like, quickly hopped out um for like one minute to shower because <laughs> he was freezing <laughs> And I didn't even notice he was gone. He told me this afterwards, and I said, I didn't even realize, yeah. And the only reason I actually got out of the water was because my daughter said I was freezing and shivering, and I had goosebumps everywhere, but I didn't even realize. (laughs) Again, I was, like, tripping, so I didn't get it. But um, we, yeah, but we stayed before I got out of the water. We were just sitting in there, and my daughter came up to me, and she asked me, is it a boy or a girl? And I completely forgot, like I didn't even, like I didn't even think about it, it didn't cross my mind at all. Yeah. And, uh, and then Isaac came up to me, because this point he must have, I don't know, he came up to me like all in a blanket or something, but he was like, babe, it's a girl. And yeah, that was really crazy. Because yeah. like, oh, I tried to check before he even told me it was a girl. I tried to check, but I don't know, it was, my arms were so weak, I felt so weak, and The cord was in the way and I had to move her it was just too much effort I really didn't care Mm. so I just left it and then Isaac was like I said I said that I'd check later and then Isaac came up to me and he's like babe it's a girl and yeah that was crazy um my photographer captured that moment she yeah got when I said that she's a girl and you can see my reaction it's like a big smile and then like completely shocked (laughs) and then I try to like check and so sweet um because i love being surprised i feel like i never get surprised so that was the best surprise ever i feel like i always like guess my presence i always know what's going on but um that was the best thing um and then i crawled into bed i so my balcony had two doors so one connected to the living room and to the bedroom so i was able to just hop out of the pool and crawl into bed and i had the bed all set up so that was like so nice um and yeah we just kind of lay there for a bit and cuddled and had some skin to skin and then I uh my midwife asked me if I wanted to birth the placenta or try and just try and push and I was really I was really scared (laughs) because I really didn't want to I don't know I felt so much like pressure down there yeah and every time the you know the cord moved between my legs it would like kind of hurt so i was like not excited to um push the placenta push out but um i did it eventually and it was really easy actually it was really small and just it molds it's like so easy when you just push out a baby yeah <laughs> <That's> completely amazing <laughs> um and that's also when she told me that i didn't tear so that was so nice um i was so happy and my first pee was totally fine, which I was totally
0: <laughs> terrified for. Um, How much did she
1: weigh? 2.16 kilograms. Oh, like so tiny. So little. So tiny. Um, but, yeah, she was a twin, so it really makes sense. And I'm, I'm like, I'm 5'1", and I'm small. So she is really small. But, um, yeah, it's crazy at the time to me. She was, like, perfect size for me because she was just – it was easy for me to breastfeed. It was just perfect. But – um, yeah, looking back, I see how tiny she was. I did not realize how tiny she was, yeah, um but and it was so just amazing that my midwife just trusted me and trusted her, and knew that like she could see that she was petite. she was also short, she was um like the length was like you know shorter than under average, and I'm short, so she knew that she was just um
0: a replica of you really,
1: yeah, whereas like if we were in the hospital they would have 100% taken her and put her in Mickey and yeah. put a bunch of things in her and taken away from me yeah. so yeah we're really blessed about that
0: you had such a beautiful birth but is there anything that you would do differently next time around
1: um I would have a free birth yeah um would you
0: have a doula
1: yeah I think so I think I would have a doula but yeah, I'm not sure, yeah. but um, yeah, probably not a midwife. Definitely have my photographer there.
0: Yes, very
1: important. Um, <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also gonna also going to um, I actually had my camera to set up, and I wanted to just set up my camera on a tripod and like let it video the whole thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I'm just gonna like yeah, just set up things better. Let like, like set my whole place up maybe like a month before I get back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna get any any scans or any, um, yeah, I went to the doctor maybe like just once and then I saw I had all those scans because of the twin pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And I also thought that if I, I mean, I'm happy I knew because I'm happy my body, like I know my body did that and that's pretty cool. But, yeah, I feel like scans just, they're just an extra, like extra thing to worry about and like give you an extra thing. Like, yeah, so I'm just going to leave that next time, do a free bar. Yeah set the place up properly <laughs> and yeah probably seen acupuncturist like earlier on too because that was really cool with because I only started that like later into pregnancy maybe mid-pregnancy mm-hmm. and then but it really helped and I'm I'm guessing it would have probably helped with my nausea and stuff yeah
0: okay and what about your placenta did you do anything special with that
1: oh yeah I I encapsulated it so I got it into a little pills and had that and that was great actually I remember feeling some postpartum anxiety and um I didn't get the pills back until like maybe one day or two days postpartum and um as soon as I like not as soon as I took it but when I did take it um yeah the anxiety went away it was a massive difference Mm. like a big big difference and Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm definitely gonna get that done next time. But everyone, my postpartum was really good. I I stopped like heavily bleeding by like a week ish, and then I stopped bleeding fully by like three weeks. So that was really really easy and smooth.
0: And did you have a slow postpartum?
1: Yeah, I had a slow postpartum. I was in bed basically for the whole month. Like I got out a little bit to do things just a shower and maybe just like tell my partner how to cook something or something, but he would basically do everything for me and um, look after the house. And that was really good. And I just cuddled with her, with Kaya. Mm. Um, well, that whole time, I do not think we, I didn't leave the house. We got into the car at three weeks, but I stayed in the car mm-hmm. and just to get like, coffee. And then, At four weeks, I think, we actually left the house and we went out. Um, And that was really nice. I wouldn't have wanted it any other way, to be honest. It was, yeah, the best. Maybe, like, no phones next time or something. but (laughs) And have, like, a film camera. That would be cool. Mm. I did have – like, I had some – have you heard of dysphoric milk ejection reflex? No, what is that? That was a long word, <laughs> a long name. Um, that is um, so dysphoric, like dysphoria. So it's basically when you, when your milk ejection reflex happens. Um, so, right when you, you feel that let down, um, you get like really bad, like bad feelings of different kinds, I guess. You can get sad or anxious, like I don't know what kind of other things you can get, but I would basically get like really anxious. Every time my letdown happened. Right. And, um, yeah, I didn't actually know it was a thing until – I didn't actually know. Maybe a couple months or something. But I just – I was confused. At first, I just didn't really get it. I would just get – I didn't even think about it. At first, I would just get anxious. And then yeah. eventually, I put two and two together that, hey, every time this happens, I get anxious. Wow. Um, and I would just kind of distract myself with, like, something – which I feel like, like now looking back on, I don't know, kind of took away some of the breastfeeding for me because, um, yeah, I would like watch something to distract myself because any thought I'd have, and I'd, you know, I would not know, you always think when you're breastfeeding. Yeah. um, And any thought I would have, I'd get like super anxious about. Like I think it's like a really bad thought or like, I don't know, how to describe it. But, um, yeah, and now I love breastfeeding. Like I just watch her and I stare at her and I love it. And, yeah and I think of how it could have been but like I couldn't really do anything but um yeah I'm excited for that next time as well so maybe have a different breastfeeding experience because it's not always the same with each baby so yeah
0: and I guess knowing what it is um, as well you'll be able to manage it next time if it does happen yeah
1: exactly exactly um yeah I forgot to mention I tried to do a cord burning ceremony oh yeah I we started it um but it took so long that I um, it does, doesn't it Yeah, I was so dead, my arms were so tired, and I was, I think we were like five minutes into it, and I was like, when is this going to, I didn't expect it to take that long, so we sort of gave up halfway through. Yeah, and um, my partner just cut the rest off, but hopefully next time Kai is old enough to do it. You
0: still honoured it, though. Yeah,
1: it was still really beautiful, to be honest, but I thought that was really funny.
0: Well, I'm excited for your next birth.
1: Basically, trying to not get pregnant right now yeah. because my body is very fertile. I've um I have been through a few miscarriages even since giving birth to Kaya. Really? That soon? So yeah. So I stopped bleeding at three weeks, and then um we had sex at five weeks, and the first time we had sex, we got pregnant. Oh wow! Um, which was really crazy. Yeah. And um. I knew it straight away because, I mean, I just – I was just pregnant. And then my body – like, all the symptoms were really intense because I was just pregnant. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, I had to pee straight away. All the things that would have happened, like, months into it, happened straight away. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, that was really crazy. And um, I took a test. And, like, I I have a photo. I'm breastfeeding Kaya, and she's, like, a newborn. Mm -hmm. And I have a positive pregnancy test.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And – (laughs) yeah it's pretty crazy and yeah so I it it, it, they miscarried like the next day yeah but it makes sense like we couldn't have like I was just pregnant I was kind of um like I'm I'm always excited I think I'm always like excited and happy and optimistic but there was definitely a part of me that was kind of scared like yeah I haven't even healed and breastfeeding kaya how's that gonna work and all the things like that mm. then i think it happened again um then yes. i got pregnant again maybe i think it was maybe six months something okay yeah and or during this whole time we're trying to be careful um mm. and then yeah so i have i don't really know what i just have the same feelings and then i took a pregnancy test same thing and then i have another photo breastfeeding kaya and then um with the pregnancy test wow you weren't joking Um, you really are fertile (laughs) I know it's I don't really so now I think I just don't really take pregnancy tests because I know like I think I went through it honestly I think I just went through it like I'm on my period now but I'm pretty sure in the last month like not pretty sure I'm like 100% sure last month I was pregnant but I didn't take a test because I just and I and then I started bleeding so all the things were happening Mm -hmm. like I get certain cravings like I crave like this certain thing which is just like udon noodles with soy (laughs) sauce and then I I eat that every time I'm pregnant and I was I was eating that (laughs) and there was all the other things as well like physical like signs like I had to pee my boobs bigger now I've just like kind of accepted that my body's just super fertile because I mean if I'm just really fertile I can't keep having these babies Mm. like that doesn't makes sense so it does make sense that i have to just miscarry them and and it's not so much of an emotional thing anymore yeah as it was the beginning talented question that was a long answer but um Basically, whenever it happens. Yeah, yeah, I don't really mind.
0: Well, considering there was fireworks at your first birth, I can't wait to hear about your second.
1: (laughs) I know. The next birth is going to be great, I'm
0: excited. So what advice would you give to any expectant mothers out there?
1: Um, To really research into the hospital system and really look into it, like, into depth in all points of views because... I'm pretty sure, like, every kind of person could agree that a home birth is, like, the safest, best, like, in all ways option. Like, it's the most comfiest option. It's the yeah. prettiest option. <laughs> it's the safest option.
0: Yeah, so true. Thank you so much, Zion, for coming on today and sharing your beautiful journey with us.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is fun.
0: That brings us to the end of today's episode. A really great tip that I'm taking away from today's story is how movement can help during labor. Zion did such a fantastic job going deep and staying in the space that she needed to be in, but her team were able to recognize and then gently encourage her to embrace some movement and use gravity as a tool to help her baby move down. That was a really hard but powerful moment for Zion and another great example of how vital it is to choose a birth team that can support you when it's needed so that you can stay where you need to be in the birth realm. I hope you all enjoyed today's show. Let me know what you think over on the PBA Instagram and I'll see you all next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia.